Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 59 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. So glad to have you here as always. And today it's going to be a much shorter episode. I'm having to fit it in because I am having a very busy week for my day job. And last minute I found out that I was going to have to work Friday night from about 10 p.m. to turned out to be about 3 a.m. And I'm recording this on Saturday, slightly tired, but uh, all good fitting this in because I will not be around tomorrow. So it's going to be a shorter episode than last week, certainly, hopefully around 15, 20 minutes or so. But I definitely want to get behind the mic, talk to you guys this week. And there was a couple of interesting questions that happened in our Facebook Mastermind group. Also got an interesting question via email as well. So I'm going to touch on all of those here today. But before I do, wanted to quickly thank some new email subscribers over the last two weeks. We had 10 new email subscribers and about seven of them that either left their first name or I can kind of determine their first name based on the email address. So here goes. Thank you to Graham, George, Paula, Debbie, Patrick, Alex, and Frank. And thank you for everyone that's joined up over these past few weeks, and also several new folks over to the Facebook Mastermind group as well over at nichesitetools.com forward slash mastermind. You can join in the fun over there. There's always a couple of good questions each week or comments and just discussions going on about niche sites and uh, all things related to online adventures. So that's a great place to just kind of hang out and uh, talk with other like-minded folks having fun creating websites and uh, looking to start their own online businesses. And uh, if you haven't had yet had a chance to subscribe via email, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe and you'll instantly get my keyword brainstorming guide as well as my seven simple SEO tips guide as well. And also before I get into the content for this week, this is completely off topic, but for anybody who is a big football fan, wanted to wish you welcome back to the football season. It is now underway. I'm talking about NFL for myself. I know a lot of folks are big college fans, so if you watch college as well, congrats to you to have the football season back in full effect. And uh, it's funny, I grew up in the Northeast where we didn't really have football um, as far as college football went. Closest school was probably Syracuse, and they weren't really big on football. They were good in basketball at the time. So I wasn't really a college football fan, just wasn't really exposed to it at the time. But NFL was huge. Grew up in uh, western New York by the Buffalo Bills. They've been my team since... Oh, let me guess, probably about 90, early 80s probably is when I got to uh, be a big fan of the Bills, and it's been a rough uh, several decades. If you follow the NFL, you know that. It was great when I was in college. All four years, we went to the Super Bowl, and of course, you probably know the outcome. We did not win a single one of those Super Bowls, but that doesn't mean that we're not diehard Bills fans, and we got a group here in uh, Northeast Florida that has a Bills Backers group and a, we head to a Bills Backers bar. So my entire Sunday will be filled with football-related activities, hanging out with probably 150 or so diehard Bills fans here in Northeast Florida. So it's really great. It's kind of like a home away from home. They, have, they serve uh, beer from the Buffalo and Canada area where we're from. 
They uh, bring in some food, some hot dogs, some hot sauces, other things, great wings. So it's as if you're actually in your hometown watching the Bills game with your you know, close friends. So that is what I'm going to be doing all day Sunday. And usually for the first couple of weeks, we'll go to that Bills Backers bar, hang out with those folks. And then as the season goes, depending on how things go, you know, you'll end up watching it at home. It gets a little pricey going to the bar every weekend. It kind of takes up half of your weekend. So that's what I'm going to be doing Sunday. Hope you guys are out there enjoying your favorite team. And I'm just super excited. We get a lot of great off-season picks, new head coach, new running backs, new wide receivers, new tight ends. So really excited. Got a great defense. So hoping this is going to be a nice, solid year that we can return to the playoffs. And who knows? So I uh, wish you, again, wish your teams the best. Welcome back to the football season. And uh, that's going to do it for the housekeeping this weekend. So let's get right into the content. And like I mentioned, this weekend we're going to keep things on the shorter side just due to time constraints for myself. Unfortunately, like I said, got stuck doing a lot of work last night, and uh, that's not very common for me, so that's a good thing. Probably in the last eight years or so where I've been at my current day job, I've probably had to work unexpectedly on a weekend maybe 10 times or so at the most, so it's usually around maybe one or two times a year. So no complaints here. Working in the IT field, that is uh, pretty much unheard of. Usually you're all constantly having to do weekend work or after hours work, so I'm really lucky in that aspect at least so far. So no complaints here. We got the work done and uh, all went good so no complaints but at any rate it's uh, limiting my time for this week's episode so I'm just going to kind of go over a couple of things that uh, folks had asked me questions in email and also on the Facebook mastermind group so we're going to go over those things really quick here and let's get right into that so the first one was from a post from Elizabeth over in the Facebook mastermind group and I think it was a week or two ago and she had said that she uses Periscope and she records um, video if you're not familiar, Periscope is an app on your phone in Android or iOS or possibly other platforms like Windows, but uh, basically allows you to stream live video online and then anybody can join up if you make it public or you could have it more private, I believe. I haven't actually recorded video through Periscope myself, but I do watch uh, a couple of folks. Pat Flynn has a uh, Periscope post every so often, Amy Lynn Andrews and a couple other people in the internet marketing space. But I just kind of like the random, if you know, I'm trying to waste some time, five minutes or so here and there, I'll just pop on there, see if anybody has interesting things on there. A lot of it's, you know, just weird things. People are at Disney or people are in cool locations that kind of just want to share the experience, which is very cool. And But there are people that um, you can tell they're definitely business folks trying to put a message out there, get folks to follow them. So it, it can be a, a good platform to get folks to see your face and connect with you on a deeper level. So it's definitely a cool platform, and it's just one you know another one of those uh, social media platforms that is very popular right now. Who's to say if it's going to stick around and be popular for years and years? But it uh, has ties in with Twitter, and I believe it's owned by the uh, folks over at Twitter if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, it's a cool um, 
product, try it out if you haven't. You can just uh, sign up. You use your Twitter account to sign up, open it up, and then it shows a feed of folks that are just streaming live video, and uh, usually it'll give you a subject line what the feed is about, and you can check that out. But Elizabeth uses it, and she had asked a question about the fact that previous to this latest update for Periscope, everybody had to record it in vertical mode. So basically you're recording everything in portrait mode, and through Periscope, you can actually save those videos that can be available for up to 24 hours afterwards for anybody to see. And there's also a way to export them in some way that you could actually post them on YouTube and make them available in your YouTube feed so that they can be seen by more folks. And she had asked how you go about the fact that you're recording them on Periscope in portrait mode, but YouTube functions in landscape mode. So if you were to record a video in portrait mode, post it on YouTube, you're going to have black bars on both sides of your video and it's really not going to look good. But the good news is over this past week or so, the latest update to Periscope allows you to fully broadcast in landscape mode as well as saving your videos in landscape mode, which makes things so much easier if you're going to upload them to a YouTube feed. So that's great news. I posted that to her post in the Facebook Mastermind group. Also want to let you guys know that was a big thing for a lot of folks that do broadcast on Periscope, that they wanted the ability to record in landscape mode as well. It gives you a lot more options as opposed to just the portrait mode where you're kind of limited to the vertical space you have there. Landscape mode just allows people to see a lot more of your surroundings and to just have a better viewing experience. So the good part is that is now available. So if you haven't yet checked it out, you can install Periscope to your phone or your mobile device and you can poke around and see if maybe that's something you might want to incorporate into your social media platform for your websites and see if it's a way that can help you connect with your audience. I know a lot of folks do travel-related podcasts. That would make a lot of sense. If you're somewhere cool, you could, you know, do a live feed certain time, maybe one time a day, or, you know, just randomly, because it's available for 24 hours, you can record it. People can view it anytime within 24 hours. If they're following you, they will see those in as soon as they log in. They'll see anybody who they're following. You'll see videos that they posted over the last 24 hours. So it's a really cool potential way that you might want to look to connect with your audience. So definitely check it out. Pretty neat. And the second question that we had that was really interesting was from Marcus over in the Facebook Mastermind group as well. And his question was, would you take $100 from someone to guest post a relevant article on your website? And it's really interesting. That's why that Facebook group is so great and why I created it in the first place. Because the more folks that we have in there that are doing basically the same thing, you know, we all have a set common goal to succeed with online uh, websites and niche websites. And it's interesting to get so many different opinions from folks out there. And uh, that's it's great to see. People just jumped right in and responded. You got your answers from everything from like Crystal said, yes, absolutely. I've posted some for free just because I like the article, but money is goodness. And there was a lot of differing opinions, you know, completely all different sides of the spectrum. But some folks were concerned because they knew about the guest posting that Google had said probably around a year or so ago that guest post blog posting was dead um, because a lot of folks would just guest blog post to get links back to their website. And as far as that went, the links were no longer having as much value. If Google could determine that it was just basically a blatant guest post 
to try to get backlinks back to your site and didn't provide much value, then those kind of things were discounted. So it's not that guest posting is dead completely, but they did a good job of hitting that message home. So a lot of folks are scared that guest posts not only are not useful, but they're toxic, but that's not the case. I think the main issue with guest blog posting is that you don't get the value out of those any of those backlinks that you would get unless potentially they're contextual links or Google doesn't find out about that. I mean, they're really not going out there looking for, to see if you guest posted on somebody's site and penalizing anyone. That's really not what it's all about. The issue, the main issue there is people were doing that specifically to gain the system and try to get backlinks from sites that have higher page ranks. And those backlinks that you would get from a guest blog post aren't necessarily going to provide that same value. But certainly getting in front of somebody else's audience that you wouldn't normally have access to, especially if it's a large, larger audience or related to your particular niche, that can go a long way to bringing in traffic that you wouldn't have otherwise had access to. So it can be a good thing to actually do guest blog posts, but this was the other side. So this is somebody that out of the blue was approaching Marcus and uh, wanting to get in front of his audience and they were offering $100. So that makes it a little bit more complicated. And I've had people that have asked about guest blog posting on my site. And in a couple of different cases, I've said, sure, why don't you send me something, you know, a sample of what you might want to say. And in each case, it just didn't feel right. I could tell that it was just completely self-serving. It wouldn't have provided a lot of value to my audience and or it would have potentially conflicted with some of the messages that I put out. So in each case, I actually turned down the offer to guest blog post or provide content for my site, but I don't think it really would have mattered that they weren't offering money, but it does definitely complicate things. When somebody mentions $100, you know, that's certainly a good amount, especially if you're just starting out and you have a limited audience or something. $100 can certainly go a long way to, you know, it can almost pay your hosting fees for a year, things like that. So certainly I can understand why someone would like Marcus would ask that question. It's a very relevant question, and uh, based on the responses in the Facebook group, a lot of folks would definitely jump at that opportunity and I don't blame you one bit certainly um, but in what I would say is if it something that goes along with the message for your site. It's consistent with your values. It's consistent with the content that you're trying to provide to your audience that is going to add value. It's going to be useful to them. Certainly in that case, then it's definitely something you can consider and uh, definitely worthwhile to you know at least talk to the person, get a sample of their content, try to see the type of information that they would be presenting and then make a more informed decision. But it's certainly not an easy answer no matter what. And uh, like some folks said, it all depends on if they were looking for do follow or no follow links, which kind of gets a little bit more advanced. But it's basically the link that you're going to provide back to their site in some way, whether that's going to be a do follow link or it's also called a follow link where some of your page rank could transfer over to the site that you're linking to. So obviously they want, if they're going to pay $100, they would like to get some value out of that. So that's probably something they would be looking to get out of that and that could affect the ranking for your own website so there's a lot of different things but really for me it's always come down to is that would that content be something that is you know typical something that you would put out something that's going to provide value to your audience and if not I would I would err on the side of caution and say don't do it 
but it, it really depends on your own personal situation. A lot of folks were concerned about the backlinking and possible penalties and the whole guest posting idea in general. So certainly there's no one right answer, but it was a really interesting question. Got a lot of immediate responses from folks, and it was really great to see all the different um, opinions different people have. So that's why the group is great. Again, if you haven't checked it out yet, head over to nichelightools.com forward slash mastermind and certainly jump in there, introduce yourself, be active. Of course, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. So if you want to just uh, sit in the background and watch what folks are saying, that's perfectly fine. But certainly, if you can, jump in there and uh, take part in the experience, interact with folks, helps other other people out. And they can go a long way to not only getting your questions answered, but helping other people out is what it's all about and uh, can certainly help you down the road establish those connections and network with folks that are doing something similar. And I think you'll really enjoy the experience. So thanks, Marcus, for that question, and Elizabeth as well. And uh, the last question that I had was from Daniel, and he is from Brazil, and he really likes the show. So thanks again, Daniel, from Brazil. Great to have some folks that like the show from all corners of the world. We have a lot of folks here from Vietnam, from Thailand, from Australia, from the UK, a lot of folks from everywhere all around. So great to have everyone out there. Great to see folks from all corners of the world. That's really neat. And uh, really just goes to show the power of podcasts and just being online and having that online presence. So very cool. And uh, Daniel's question, he specifically was asking about a niche site that he was interested in possibly creating. And his idea that was that he was thinking about creating websites based around community events. So events that you know that come up either annually or every so often and putting websites out there that you know people would be searching for and you know that traffic would come at certain times of the year and then trying to key off that local traffic to, you know, do whatever it is. So he didn't specifically say what he might wanting to what might want to be doing as far as trying to monetize sites, but the idea was that he wanted to do a particular post or website around a particular Brazilian beverage. So he had asked me if that keyword phrase was a good one to target potentially. And he had mentioned that he had both Market Samurai and Longtail Pro. And he was wondering my opinion on the particular phrase. So since Longtail Pro is my favorite keyword research these days, I plugged it into Longtail Pro and I have the Platinum version, which allows me to see that keyword competitiveness value. And what I saw immediately is for that particular phrase, the uh, average competition for that phrase was 42 overall. And typically what you're going to want to do when it comes to targeting keyword phrases as far as making sure there's enough traffic and whether you can compete is you want to make sure that that keyword competitive number is as low as possible. Preferably you want to see something 30 or below and the lower the better and with everything else being equal. So you want to make sure there's enough traffic, first of all. And if you can get around 3,000 total monthly searches for a particular phrase or related phrases, maybe four or five different phrases, that's great, something to start with. And then you want to make sure that's not too competitive, something that you can compete with to get on the first page of Google. So in this particular case with Longtail Pro Platinum, I could instantly see that 42 average keyword competitiveness was probably going to be too difficult to target. And in addition to that, something else I mentioned to him was that in the cost per click value, 
it was showing a dash, which basically means that folks are not paying for advertising for that particular phrase. And it makes sense if you think about it. If somebody's going to be searching for that particular drink, in most cases, they're looking for a recipe or some details on how they could make that beverage or more about it. But in most cases, you're probably not going to be looking to buy something related to a beverage or some sort of food or something like that. Typically, you're going to be looking for some free information on how you can make that particular item. And in addition to the average keyword competitiveness of 42 overall for that particular phrase, I looked at the top 10 results on Google that it provides to you right in Longtail Pro, and it showed that only one of the entries within that output was below 30. One of them, I think it was around 18, but it was the number eight spot. So all of the others were well above 40. Um, or in the high 30 range. So it was very difficult to get to the first page of Google for that particular phrase. So for those reasons, I suggested to him that he probably try to target something else. And I mentioned that it's certainly if you're trying to monetize the site, that a phrase like that, that folks are not paying for advertising for, so the cost per click value is low, generally indicates that's not a money keyword. So it would be difficult to monetize traffic for that. But I, I mentioned some of the other things that he could potentially do if he's looking for local traffic and he does a good website with a lot of content about a particular event that's coming up in his local area. Certainly down the road, once you get more traffic, you could potentially target folks that are looking to advertise locally. So maybe you could get banner ads on your site for people that do different services in that area. So there's definitely a potential to monetize something like that, but it would be a lot more difficult. You'd have to probably spend a year or two to build up that traffic and get folks that would come to your site year after year. And it's probably only going to be seasonal or related traffic to that particular event. So it's probably going to be very specific to that time frame. But certainly there could be potential options to target as far as local folks uh, that have products or services that would make sense around that particular festival. So it's not a lost cause completely, but it probably would be more difficult to monetize than other related sites like affiliate product related sites or authority style sites. So I passed along those details to him. And that was just something I wanted to mention to you guys. I've mentioned it before on what my exact keyword research process is. That's one of the top posts on the site. You can see that in the sidebar if you're wondering how I go about about doing actual keyword research. And basically, like I said in that post, I'm looking for a couple of key things. So first, I'm looking for a couple of keyword phrases, maybe four or five phrases for a particular site just to get started. That would bring in around 3,000 local monthly searches for those phrases. And on top of that, I'm looking for those phrases to have keyword competitiveness numbers in Longtail Pro Platinum that are below 30 on average and the lower the better so that I know that I can compete to get to the first page of Google for some of those phrases which can bring in those traffic and rankings and eventually some sales. And that's really one of the most common questions I get, whether I think a particular keyword phrase is a good one to target. I'm certainly glad to answer those questions. I have no problem with that. I love using Longtail Pro. I could answer that question in less than five minutes in most cases and provide some insights. So I have no problem doing that. If you ever have questions or you want some information about that, you could either ask it in the Facebook mastermind group or you could email me chris at nichesitetools.com. I'd certainly be glad to help try to provide some insight. And of course, 
It's just my own opinion, and the results that you see through keyword research tools are a good barometer on whether something can be successful, but certainly other factors always come into play. Google rankings change all the time, so it's not an exact science, but it definitely helps to have a tool like Longtail Pro and definitely the Platinum add-on so you can quickly eyeball whether a particular phrase is easy to compete with in general. And you can see in a matter of minutes whether or not you think it's something that uh, would be good to target. So, And uh, thank you so much for that question, Daniel. Hopefully that was helpful, and I wish you the best of luck with whatever you decide to do on your website. And if you don't yet have a keyword research tool, I highly recommend Longtail Pro. You can go to nichesitetools.com forward slash longtailpro where you can get it for a discounted rate. It's normally $97, but through my link, you can get it for $30 off, and it is only $67. Like I said, it's one of my favorite tools, and I use it on a weekly basis or at least every other week when I'm doing podcast episodes or posts for the site to try to target some good keyword phrases to bring more traffic in when I do do posts to make it worthwhile. And if you do happen to have Longtail Pro already and were interested in a one-time upgrade to the Platinum add-on, you can normally pay $17 per month for that Platinum add-on. But if you go through my link, you can get it for $197 as a special one-time only fee for that Platinum add-on. So for just that one-time fee, you can have lifetime access to both Longtail Pro and the Longtail Pro Platinum add-on. And that includes all future upgrades, lifetime support, and you're good to go. There's nothing else to purchase and you have full access to Longtail Pro and any future updates. So that's a really great option. That's what myself, Joe, and several others did in the Facebook Mastermind group. And I know several folks just over the past couple of weeks has upgraded to the lifetime access. And that's a really great deal. It actually pays for itself in less than a year. So if you were to pay that $17 monthly fee, it'll actually cost you more in just less than one year than it would be if you were to make that one-time purchase of $197. So it's a great way to get lifetime access to that tool. And not only that, but the keyword competitiveness numbers and the additional features that the Platinum add-on adds. And you can get that lifetime access to the Platinum add-on by going to nichesitetools.com forward slash LTP lifetime, which stands for Longtail Pro Lifetime. And again, if you are about to purchase Longtail Pro through my discounted link, you'll get some emails from Spencer Hawes, the creator of Longtail Pro, mentioning a lifetime upgrade to Longtail Pro Platinum. So you can just purchase it right through there for that same $197 fee. Or if you already have Longtail Pro and don't want to pay that monthly fee for the Platinum add-on, you can certainly do the one-time lifetime access purchase for $197 by going to nichesitetools.com for slash LTP lifetime. And that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for the questions and for interacting via the Facebook group and via email. And I'm just so excited for the football season to start and watch my Bills with the Bills backers fans that I have to end this week's episode with a little bit of a snippet from the Bills theme song. Thank you guys again for listening and hope you have a fantastic upcoming two weeks. Bye-bye now. The bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the bills are making it happen now.